Welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Line Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman. Back after Memorial Day, nice long weekend. Today is National Macaroon Day, National Savior Hearing Day. So, you know, turn turn the volume down just a tad. Save your hearing. <laughs> it's National Smile Day. Show off those nice. pearly whites today. Nice. Smile. And... It's not official, but it is National Rangers Celebration Day for advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals Day. Mm -hmm. That's not not official, but it is for me. And we're back after a very long weekend. We are. Got to get after some daily fantasy projections. We'll also have some prop bets for you today. If you're playing any bets, we've got you covered for that. Our home run calls as well. But over the weekend, okay, this situation just has completely taken over the internet and there's just so much to it that I could not wait to break down this story. I don't think there's been a single thing I've been more excited to talk about on the show than the Jock Peterson, uh, Tommy Tommy Pham fantasy Mm -hmm. football dispute situation. So if you're not familiar, this all happened Friday. Unfortunately, it happened after Mm -hmm. we taped the show for Friday. Nonetheless, apparently, this was pregame. So the uh, Reds outfielder, Tommy Pham, who used to play for the Padres, yes. so you, you know him, Tyler. He went up to Jock Peterson mm-hmm. and said, you remember from last year? To which Jock Peterson replied, fantasy football? <laughs> and he said, yeah, then slapped him. <laughs> Across the face Friday before the game. Uh, so he gets... Bench clearing slap pregame. Crazy. Love it. So then all of this stuff comes out post-game yes. interviews. What was, a, what was it about? And Jock says, we were in a fantasy football league together. I thought it was a joke. It was not. No, this no. This was, was really about fantasy football. It was. And apparently it started out as a situation where Jock explained that uh, Tommy Pham was upset with him for putting players on the IL that weren't injured, mm-hmm. something like that, to which he replied back to Tommy Pham yes. with a screenshot of the rules, which nothing says per my last email more than that kind of a response back. Well, and he did say there was an ESPN league. And with ESPN leagues, as long as there's the out little symbol, you can put them in the IR spot mm-hmm. for a week. So it's totally within the rules to do what he did. Exactly. Uh now, I still think he deserved the slap for his gifts against the Padres. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> Later, it came out when they pressed Fam more on, you know, why he was so upset. He said, oh, he disparaged the Padres. Yes. So then, of course, the reporters go back to Jack Peterson, and he pulls out the text messages, shows that he, he sent a gif with some weightlifters, basically yeah. just kind of mocking the Padres last season struggles so tommy but to that i don't know i have to think there's something else going i have to think there i don't know something else going on yeah i think that tommy fam is just really bad at fantasy football and he probably needs a lion star subscription we need to get tommy fam a lion star subscription (laughs) that will change his whole outlook on fantasy football i think probably will he starts winning i mean that's the best revenge is you know get a little success and use our lion star projections that's an excellent idea all right tommy fam we will give you a lion star subscription (laughs) and we will help you in your fantasy football 
um, will also help you if you want one as well. That's coming up. So you got to sign up for Line Star to get yes. your coming projections. Coming up real quick. Yeah. Got to get ready for those drafts. So that was just the craziest situation. One of the, the crazier stories of Major League Baseball. It was straight up like the Oscars night where you're just like, I don't know <laughs> if this Will Smith slap is real. Is this a stage thing? Are they joking? Is this? But no. Yeah, it was real. It was real. We got a major slate today. We Lots do. of games today in fantasy baseball. No mm-hmm. disputes here. There will be no slapping. You know, as much I will. I promise. There's you no want physical to. violence on the on deck podcast. We are violence free here. I don't know. You hit me last week when I told you it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hit. I just gave you a glare. Okay. I'll just I'll clarify there. Uh, yes, you cannot use the word fine to describe <laughs> a woman's attire. Okay. That's a note for everybody out there. <laughs> Let's take a look at our projections for today and some of our fine projected pitchers for today. Let's take a look at our high-owned guys for today. Blue Jays righty yes. Kevin Gosman going up against the White Sox today. He's 42% owned on DraftKings, 29% owned on FanDuel. 225 ERA, 247 opponent average, and the guy is eighth in strikeouts. Last time out, just four hits, six scoreless innings, eight strikeouts. He's just been awesome this season, mm-hmm. to say the least. And the White Sox, not a great batting team, so a great yeah. matchup for him. I can see why ownership is where it is right now. Yeah, the White Sox are 28th in WRC plus versus righties. They are only striking out 19% of the time, so they are not mm-hmm. allowing that many strikeouts but Gosman's just been great lowest FIP in the league lowest walks per nine at 0.8 his FIP is 1.3 he has a 29 percent strikeout rate there's a 3.5 implied total it's a good spot also Tim Anderson's out however Hmm. the White Sox are getting uh Lewis Robert back all right so do you think the ownership there is this because there's going to be so many people owning him today is Mm -hmm. it worth fading at all or is this I, kind of a very reliable I, I would say it all situation. depends on your lineup. Yeah. But he, he's a re- reliable pitcher. There's K upside. It, it's a good spot. You can't really like totally fade it. Sure. Another good matchup for today. Astros righty Christian Javier going up against the Oakland A's. 40% on DraftKings, about 32% on FanDuel. We always love any mm-hmm. pitcher going up against the Oakland A's as they just have been terrible. Lowest batting average versus righties. Lowest average in May. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. Javier's been actually really good the last few outings. Nine strikeouts in each of his last two games. He's got a 2-4-3 ERA and a 192 mm-hmm. opponent average. So he's been solid, and you love this matchup against the A's for him today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the A's are second worst in W. RC plus first righties strikeout 24% and Javier like you said he's been excellent 2.7 FIP over the last five with a 34% K rate and then over the last 20 3.6 FIP 34% K rate has stayed so his K K stuff is real Uh, his FIP over the last five is a lot lower than over the last 20 so maybe we could see some regression there but Regardless, he's been great. The combined K rate is 28.8%, which is the highest on the slate mm-hmm. today. And Oakland has a 3.2 implied total. So he's in a good spot. He's done yeah. well. The one thing I would say is that outside of those last two starts, he hasn't been super efficient. So he hasn't okay. got real late into games. Uh, so that's the one thing, you know, yeah. where 
if he doesn't get late in the game, maybe he doesn't really pay off that kind of ownership and his salary. All right. Well, let's take a look at Dodgers lefty Julio Urias going up against mm-hmm. the Pirates today. He's 26% owned on DraftKings and 9% owned on FanDuel. He's got a 249 ERA, 225 opponent average. Solid numbers there. Last outing, just four hits, one earned run, just three strikeouts, though, and six innings pitched. So when you look at his numbers, you know, he's very consistent, reliable, mm-hmm. not going to give up a ton of runs, not maybe not going to give you those strikeout numbers mm-hmm. with our first two guys that we talked about, but still kind of getting those those solid numbers yeah. aside from maybe the strikeouts. Yeah, and Pitt, Pittsburgh offense isn't good. Mm-hmm. Bottom five, strikeout 22% for lefties. Uh, but like you said, Urias doesn't have the K upside. Mm-hmm. He has a, like a 22% K rate. So his price is a little high. Mm-hmm. Um, the implied or the, t- the combined K rate that we have is showing on- only like 19%. However, yeah. the implied total is three, which is kind of the lowest on the slate. So he's in a good spot to probably not give up many runs. However, I don't know how many Ks are going to be there. So maybe that upside isn't there, especially yeah. being in a higher owned player. But he also, over the last five, 4.4 FIP. So he hasn't been quite as good as who he really is mm-hmm. lately, too. I, I so. don't love this particular play. I and I, I don't, I guess it's just because I think there's so many other great options. On DraftKings, if he stays like 26% or 25% over or more owned, I'm probably going to just totally fade him and, yeah. and not play him. Well, let's take a look at some other pitchers where you can maybe find a little mm. bit better value. We'll take a look at our low-owned pitchers for today, starting with Mariners righty George Kirby, who's going up against the Orioles today. Mm-hmm. 10% owned on DraftKings, 6% owned on FanDuel, so some low ownership numbers for Kirby. Last game versus the A's, four earned runs on eight hits and five innings pitched, which doesn't you know scream out to you, but nine strikeouts in that one, and yeah. he definitely has the potential for some big things. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the Orioles who do strike out a lot, great matchup today for Kirby. Yeah. And I mean, Kirby is just way too cheap too for his upside. He had a 30% K rate in the minors right now. He's showing 23.5% K rate. Uh, but I still think that's a little low. Yeah. He has like a 30% whiff rate with his four seamer, 24% with his change up. So those two alone should kind of bring up that K rate a little bit. And Baltimore striking out 22% versus righties. So I, I like the play. He's cheap. The one kind of scary thing is he has been much worse on the road, mm-hmm. which this game is. However, on the road, he faced the Mets and the Red Sox during this right. scary red yeah. hot tear that they've been on. <laughs> so some good opponents, maybe not. Yeah, so that on the road mm-hmm. might not be quite as scary as it looks right now, but it is something to note and bring up. Also, there's a little bit of a higher implied total at 4.5. Okay, so so he might have the uh, the runs up a little bit, but... But if that strike, that strike side upside is there, he should be fine, mm-hmm. and he's cheap. Yeah. Like, that's the- I, there's a reason his ownership's low right, right now, and... You know, I've kind of yeah. just said the good and bad about it. Got to get a nice value play in there. Mm-hmm. How about Frankie Montes going up against the Astros today? 18% owned on DraftKings, 12% on FanDuel, 3-2-8 ERA, 200 opponent average, and he is seventh of all pitchers in strikeouts. Mm-hmm. He had 11 last time out 
versus the Rangers. This guy, quite frankly, can deal. And when he mm-hmm. is lights out, man, those yeah, are some good numbers for fantasy. And he's been great lately. 2.37 FIP over the last five. It's a 3.1 over the last 20. 31% K rate over the last five and 28% over the last 20. So over the last five games, he's been spectacular. The combined K rates, 25%. We are against Houston now, which is a good offense. Yeah. However, they've struggled over the last 11 games. It's three different series as they've played where they're averaging less than three runs a game. Mm-hmm. And last season against Houston, Montas averaged 24.5 DraftKings points and 44 uh, FanDuel Hmm. points per game last season. So he did well against them last year. He's been pitching amazingly. So it really doesn't scare me too much. And I believe the last I checked, he was Linestar's highest projected pitcher for today. Yeah, he looks good. Um, there's a little difference between uh, the line star and mm-hmm. the consensus in this one. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit um, curious, but it makes sense. I mean, this guy's just been awesome. And you brought up his numbers in the past against yeah. the Astros, which just really sold me on that play for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at Brewers lefty Eric Lauer going up against the Cubs today. He's 6% owned on DraftKings and just 2% owned on FanDuel. He's got a 231 ERA, 206 opponent average, and he's just been awesome this year. Mm-hmm. Last time out was at St. Louis. He gave up two earned runs on four hits. He had just one strikeout in that, but we know like he's capable of, and yeah. and he's an awesome pitcher this season. Just been really great. And, hey, the Cubs have, I think, the eighth most strikeouts, so it could be a, yeah. a nice matchup for him. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was looking at. Now, this is a risky play. Mm-hmm. The weather in Wrigley Field, warm, winds blowing out. We all know... Yep. Wrigley can kind of <laughs> act like Coors when the weather's warm and the wind's blowing out. Yep. Uh, but the Cubs have to be able to hit Lauer for that to even matter. Yeah. So if Lauer is good and he's on his stuff, there's a lot of upside here. Cubs strike out 25, 24% versus lefties. Lauer's been great all season. He has a 29% K rate, 3.5 FIP on this season. Uh. And then also in an incredibly small sample size, only 23 plate attempts, the Cubs are striking out 56% versus Lauer. Wow. That is mostly probably the last game they played where he had double-digit strikeouts, Mm. but it's something to note. He has destroyed them. Uh, Lauer's K-line is also like 5.5, and that's minus 150. So they're expecting the sports books are expecting him to have more than six strikeouts essentially. And the one thing, the scary thing is Lauer's fly ball rate is 42% with the wind blowing out. Mm -hmm. Okay. The warm weather, those could become home runs. Now he just needs to make sure people aren't on base when they happen. Yeah. So kind of a a little risky there. I do like that you Mm -hmm. brought up the, the, how he did against the Cubs. Sometimes even with a small sample size, I do feel like the mental side of things, which is like a pitcher knows he owns these, you know, yeah. or vice versa from a I hitting mean, perspective. That game that he had was unreal yeah. too. Like you got to come in with a little extra right. swagger. A little confidence yeah. that always helps. All right. So those are some of your pitcher projections for today. So let's take a look at some of our stacks and how we can kind of go up against some of those pitchers. First, starting with Brewers going up against the Cubs lefty. Justin Steele. So we just kind of talked about the opposite side of this matchup, mm-hmm. but going up against Cubs lefty Steele, who's got a 540 ERA. 
And the last time he was out there, got shelled by the Reds. Mm-hmm. Seven earned runs in two innings pitched. And you mentioned the weather at Wrigley. Man, it yeah. could be a long, long, short day for Steele. It it could be. He does have a higher uh, ERA, but mm-hmm. his FIP has been decent. It's okay. a low, um, I think it's mid threes or so, allowing 1.4 home runs per nine, 46% hard, hard hit rate. 44.6% ground balls. So that's one thing to note. Okay. Again, the hitting weather doesn't really matter if the ball's staying on the ground. Sure. So, you know, take that into consideration if you want to kind of follow the chalk here. 4.9 implied total. So they're going to score some runs and just matters, yeah. you know, if it's home they're gonna runs. They're going to be high-owned, though. It it, like they will be high-owned. Okay. Yeah. And for good reason. Again, like we said, it's... Wrigley kind of turns into yeah. Coors Light <laughs> when it's uh, wind <laughs> blowing out and in nice weather. So one of my favorite beverages. <laughs> Let's take a look at the New York Mets going up against Nationals lefty Patrick Corbin. Another popular stack for today because Corbin has a 6.30 ERA, 2.93 opponent average, and actually has a 3.11 opponent average mm-hmm. to lefty bats. Watch out for that. So, when you look at the Mets, then you're talking Pete Alonzo, J.D. Davis, Francisco Lindor. Mm-hmm. And by the way, all of those hitters I just mentioned have over a 300 average against Corbin. And decent sample size, at least 20 plate appearances each. So, yeah, and historically, the Mets have done well against Corbin. Absolutely. The Mets are hitting 287 with oh, six wow. home runs versus Corbin and 140 plate attempts. So... The Mets definitely have got to him. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side, though, Corbin is only allowing 1.1 home runs per nine, 49% ground ball rate, 34% hard hard hit rate. And the thing that's interesting to me is his FIP is 4.5, but his ERA is 6.3. So I would expect there to be some regression back to closer to that 4.5 okay. number. But Mets have killed him. Yeah. You know, so does it happen today? I don't know. There's implied total of five. They're they're in a good spot. Corbin hasn't been great mm-hmm. this season. So just it's could one go of those. Way. Yeah, it could go either way. Yeah. So those are really high owned, though. So you might not want to go that way anyways. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some low owned stacks. First one we're going to look at is Mariners going up against Baltimore righty Brian Baker. 466 ERA for him. 295 opponent average. I'm guessing this is kind of an opener situation for Baltimore, too, yeah. which bodes well for the Mariners. Yeah, it, and Mar- the Orioles' bullpen is just kind of middle of the road. Mm-hmm. They're fine. 4.8 implied total. There's You know what that means. <laughs> <There's> fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're fine. Uh, there's <laughs> they're not fine. Great hitting weather. We're looking at like 90 degrees with the winds blowing out. Now, the one thing I will bring up again, this isn't the Baltimore – Camden Yards of old, you know, the fences are pushed back a little bit. So it's not going to be like home run derby like it would have sure. been. But great hitting weather and a good pitching matchup. Seattle's not that expensive either. Mm-hmm. So you can use them and pay up for some stacks too. Or higher on pitchers. Yeah. So let's take a look at the game that mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's postponed, it could 
severely impact ownership yeah. in the stacks, and that's um, Marlins at Rockies. Yes. This game has some weather concerns, mm-hmm. looking like it's going to be postponed. It's also very cold, even mm-hmm. if it is played. So it'll be Marquez for the Rockies. He's got a 6-3-0 ERA, 3-0-8 opponent average. Mm-hmm. And at home, that's even higher, 313 yeah. opponent average. Don't Didn't see a starter listed for the Marlins yet. Maybe you can speak more to that. But you obviously know why people would go here if it's played. And I think people are shying away because they're leaning towards maybe it's postponed. Yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be postponed. But it could go kind of either way. Now, we had to bring it up because if the game does play, Coors Field is going under-owned. Mm-hmm. So, again, anytime it's a game in Colorado, yeah. th- this game does have the highest total, So, bo- and both pitchers aren't great. It looks like Cabrera, Edward Cabrera, is going to be the on the mound for the Marlins, and in the major leagues, four point five, or he hasn't been good in the major leagues. In the mm-hmm. minors, he has a four point five ERA. Now he's coming into Coors, like you yeah. can't expect a lot out of that. And then Marquez, mid fours, FIP, high six ERA, like you said. Right. Uh, he does keep the ball on the ground a little bit, but it's still it's Coors. It's Coors Field. Yeah. All right, so keep an eye on that one, especially with that the weather. But mm-hmm. you could have some leverage there if everyone's staying away and they end up playing with totally. no issues. I mean, be... it's the it's the highest implied total of of the night. Yeah. So, or the highest game total, mm-hmm. I should say. So you got to look at it, especially yeah. if ownership isn't going there. Totally. Another one I like for today: Dodgers mm-hmm. going up against the Pirates. I didn't see a pitcher listed. It was a TBD situation. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you have any, an inclination as to where they're headed, but the Dodgers are leading the league in OPS. So yeah. whoever's the starting pitcher, I mean, good luck. Yeah. So major league, the MLB.com still hasn't listed one. It looks like it's going to be uh, Mitch Keller, who he's not great. Mm-hmm. And Dodgers are one of the best offenses in right. the league. So Dodgers are are looking great. And ownership isn't here. And that's really why I'm bringing it up. I think they're kind of going overlooked because of the good hitting weather across the slate. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I mean, LA, the weather is going to be nice, but we're talking 60s, 70s versus 90s in some other places. So they're kind of going overlooked, but it's the Dodgers. Like they can put up 10 against anybody, especially a bad pitcher. Yeah. Also, I feel like sometimes Dodgers can be expensive. They are. So they that's are. one issue with them. Yeah. But still great, great. And Mookie Betts is on fire. Mookie Betts. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. Well, how about the Braves? We still got another stack for you. Yeah. Lots of options I, today. I, I threw in a couple extra today for everywhere. There you go. So you got Braves going mm-hmm. up against Arizona's. Umberto Castellanos, who's got a 522 ERA, 279 opponent average. Righties are hitting him pretty hard, 305 average. So it could be a really good day for those righty bats. Acuna, Swanson, Azuna, Riley, Darnold. I could easily see them all having nice days at the plate. Absolutely. And I mean, Humberto hasn't been great. The Arizona bullpen isn't good. Mm-hmm. The implied total for the Braves is 5.1, one of the higher on the slates. And ownership's just not really going in here. The other thing is that this implied total makes me think that the roof is going to be open. Okay. And it is a warm day in Arizona. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, you also have the good hitting weather. Right. And, I mean, it's just another spot where it's this lineup's dangerous. It can totally yeah. go nuts and nobody's going there. 
lot of good options for today. Mm-hmm. So a lot to work with. Remember to go. <laughs> what we're gonna... Oh, I was gonna say now we get into your favorite parts of oh, the whole favorite? podcast. Here we go. Yeah, this is this is my jam. But first, remember to optimize your line and be sure to check out LineStarApp.com. Download the LineStar app and get all the information that you need. Just right at your fingertips. Everything is in one location. You don't have to go to all these different websites. Just one place. It's awesome. So be sure to check it out. LineStarApp.com. Now it's time for our home run calls. It's been since Friday since we Mm -hmm. got to get some home run calls. Who are we going with today? Uh, We are going with the one Mookie Betts. He is hitting 440 with five home runs the last week. Crazy. Going against Pittsburgh and Keller. It's a good matchup. He's at home. He goes yard again tonight. The Mookster. <laughs> yes. What's his? Is it, I don't know what his Mookster? nickname is. Mookster? Mookie? I guess, like, that's an awesome name. Why would you ever want a nickname? It is a good name. Great name. All right, let's take a look at my home run call for today, and I'm going Pete Alonzo. He's been heating up in the month of May, had two home runs in the past seven days, and versus the Nationals lefty Patrick Corbin, he has four home runs against him in 32 at-bats, 781 slugging against him. Basically, he just crushes lefties, so I'm going Pete Alonzo. I think he goes bomb. We got a polar bear bomb. Feeling it today. Remember to follow along with us on Twitter and retweet our Home Run Calls tweet for a chance to win a cool prize. And you can see, you know, where everyone else is headed for a Home Run Call today. Also, if you're betting on these particular players, you know, go for it. It's also, I should probably note as well with our Home Run Calls and our prop bets, if you're playing Daily Fantasy and pay attention because you could incorporate some of these guys into your lineups. Absolutely. um, And it could give you some good stats to help you decide, you know, maybe who do you want to spend that extra money on? Yeah. If I were you, maybe I'd think Pete Alonzo or Mookie Betts. Let's take a look at our prop bets for today. Where are you headed with your prop bet? All right. So are we doing two? Are we both oh, doing two today? Two for Tuesday. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. We're going to try to go four for four today. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So the first one I'm going with is Frankie Montas over 5.5 Ks. That's at minus 125. He's hit this in seven of 10 starts, but he's averaging 7.4 Ks at home this season. The line is 5.5, so I'm having him go over. The other thing is Houston offense is good, but they've been slumping, only averaging 2.7 runs over the last 11 games. Nice. I'm headed to Mookie Betts, over one and a half bases. That's at minus 105. He's your home run call of the day. And quite simply, he's been on fire. He's actually hit this one and a half bases mark in 10 of the last 12 games, which is pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. 355 is what he's hitting in the month of May. 444 in the last seven days. And today he's going up against the Pirates, who I'm not even sure who's starting for them today. But nonetheless, Mm -hmm. that's a team that has the fifth highest ERA in baseball right now. So I think Mookie Betts hits that number. Another one I'm looking at is Paul Goldschmidt, who is on a 21-game hitting streak. Not only do I think that he continues that streak today but i also think he hits his one and a half basis mark at plus 125 plus money for goldie there i I love it he's going up against the lefty blake snell who's actually pretty could be pretty good however 
when you look at Goldie's numbers against lefties, 515 against lefties this season, slugging 970 against them. He's got a 406 average in the month of May. He's got this mark in 13 of the last 16 games. That's plus 125. I, I'm kind of baffled by that. He's mm. also hit 393 at home. So it's like every single stat and the bot- Padres bullpen at, isn't very good. Right. So. so if he can't get to Snell, he will mm-hmm. likely get to the bullpen. So we like those. I like both of those plays. So my second one is also plus money, plus 130 for George Kirby over 4.5 Ks. Now, Baltimore striking out 22% versus righties. Kirby has a 23.5% K rate, which I do believe is low. Uh, Kirby's four-seamer has a whiff rate of over 30%. His changeup a 24% whiff rate. But meanwhile, his changeup only has an 8% K rate. So that's, you know, bound to go up. Four-seamer is a strikeout pitch, too. He's going to go over 4.5 today against Baltimore. Yeah, that seems a little low for me. I like that play. Yep. Going plus strikeouts. money. Got to yeah. Got to go with the plus yeah. money. Got some value today in the yep. uh, sports books. All right, remember to uh, follow us on Twitter all day. We've got all your insights into today's prop bets and all your betting stats. But also, we've got some weather for you to get mm-hmm. to. Uh, some warm temperatures, as we alluded to throughout the show. Really nice hitting weather temperatures. In some cases, on the East Coast, and then like close to 90 degrees. Mm -hmm. You've got that humidity as well. So in the Bronx, we're looking at 90 degrees, eight mile an hour winds out to center, some good hitter weather at uh, Wrigley Field as well. Mm -hmm. 10 to 15 mile an hour winds to left center and 82 degrees there. Uh, Cincinnati at Boston. Now this is like the lone cold game on Mm -hmm. the slate. It's about 56 degrees there. So some colder temperatures there. And then another one that we mentioned as well is the Coors game. Mm -hmm. Marlins at Colorado, 90% chance of rain. The wind will be blowing in, and it's 52 degrees there. So this one's likely to be postponed, but again, a situation you're just going to have to kind of monitor to see because given the fact that ownership isn't there at all, I think everyone's thinking it's going to be postponed. It could also be a leverage play if they do end up getting it in. Yeah, and I think the situation with this game, too, is it's so early still. We don't yeah. really know where that band of rain is going to be. Exactly. Where if it's a little bit different, right. the it game should play. Right, it could be a few miles off and no could issues. Could affect, yeah. couldn't affect it. All right. So that's it for today. Best of luck to you if you're betting or playing in Daily Fantasy. And that's going to do it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye.